Do you need treatment or surgery? There's no need to wait or travel abroad. Receive treatment at Kingsbridge Private Hospital in Belfast or Ballykelly under the Northern Ireland Planned Healthcare Scheme at potentially no cost. Why wait? Text hello to 51777 or visit kingsbridgeprivatehospital.com for further information. Headaches and heartaches on Midlands Today, brought to you by the beautiful Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens and Cafe Community Initiative in Multifarnham, County Westmeath. A wonderful space for relaxation, designed to promote positive mental health and well-being for all. Find Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens on Facebook. Time for headaches and heartaches, and you can always listen again in the Listen Back section of Midlands103.com. And we have to say... A big thank you to Rory Hafford for joining us from Los Negrena Family Resource Centre in Longford. He's an author and psychotherapist. And uh, also we have to thank Abbey Bloom's Botanical Garden and Café in Multifarnham for sponsoring Rory and meeting his high salary demands. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> just, just on, the, on that, uh, on that uh, question, I hope you have my cross-platform loyalty payment sorted out. I do, Excellent. whatever that means. Excellent. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> and then we must go live to the nation so they know exactly. Mm-hmm. Penny for penny. Yes, I and mean, we'll confer on the press release to announce <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, before we get into some of the questions, there was a survey that jumped out and... I suppose I think it's relatable to a lot of people. Uh, A company in the UK finds half of people wish they were more spontaneous. 37% have had the same haircut for as long as they can remember. 30% stick to the same style of clothing all the time. A quarter of us have been hanging out with the same group of people for years. A quarter of us stick to the same TV shows that we know and love. I could add to that as well, always ordering the same item off the menu at the Chinese, and so on. Sweet and sour chicken with fried rice. Breast of chicken curry with chips. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Why are some of us just inherently spontaneous and others wish they could be, but it's a struggle? Yeah, yeah. The, the, this, I love this. This, this is great. But, but I mean, it's, it, again, it's... It's down to the researchers. The researchers go into this and then they, then they, they section people off and they go, he's spontaneous and she's not so and all the rest of it. We're all spontaneous. All of us. And we all make spontaneous decisions all of the time. I mean, all of the time. And the decisions that we make, we're not even aware of them sometimes until they bubble into, into consciousness, into existence. So it's not a cut and dried thing. It's not a black and white thing. Having said that, Having said that, we know, all of us know, people who live around us, who live lives of habitual boredom. I mean, they get up at the same time. They pull on the same type of clothes. They get into the car. They drive the same route. They sit at a desk. They do the same job. They come home. They sit in front of the the mind-numbing, brainwashing television and rinse and repeat every what you call boring, some would mm. say, is structure. Yes, yeah, structure and safety. That's the other thing. Because there's safety in structure. You know exactly what's going on. But it's dull. It's dull. It's dull beyond belief. I mean, for me, and this is just my opinion, by the way, for me, life is about experience. It's, and, and the juice of life is that you do different things. You do new things. I mean, they, I love the they. The they are apparently a group that live in the woods somewhere. So they have said that you should change your job. 
between every three and six years. So you fire the brain in new directions. And life doesn't become this mm. habitual hell. Okay. Okay. That's now, them. Yes, they, yes, they yes. It. And there are reasons, perhaps, why pushing your comfort zone, testing your boundaries, yeah. helps you grow. Absolutely. And some but, people will hate that. But equally, if you're in a good job yeah. and you're happy, yeah. if it ain't broken... Absolutely. No, absolutely. I agree with it. I mean, the other thing, when I, when I was preparing the, the, my, my thoughts on this, I was thinking of the, the, the famous athletes like Ronaldo, for instance, who did the same thing day in, day out since he was a child. Now, that's habitual. That's, that's familiar to, to, to the nth degree. He does it all the time and is rewarded handsomely for it. So he would argue that structure and habitual behaviour is good. Absolutely it is. But this is a question to balance the two. So I'll give you a small example. I had a guy in the, the, one of the clinics that I have in, in Dublin. And he, he was bored. He was bored with his life and he was a bit lost and all the rest of it. So as a therapist, you can suggest stuff. You can't tell people what to do and you certainly can't tell them how to think. So I just floated this idea with him. I said, when you leave today, which way are you turning? He said, well, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going left to get my car. So, okay, do me a favor. Go right. And he goes, where? Where, where will that take me? Exactly. You don't know where it's going to take you. And he did it. In fairness to him, he did it. And it took him into town, just off Grafton Street in Dublin, where he had a nice coffee in a nice coffee shop. And he had a walk around Stevens Green. And he even met, get this, a girl. Even met a girl through spontaneity. So that wasn't structured. That wasn't planned. That wasn't thought out. That was just, feck it. I'll go for this and see what actually happens. And he The guy's going to be late for work tomorrow. It's all your fault. <laughs> and he loved it. But I, di- I did some further research on it, and I've come up with some bullet points which might put into perspective the positives of being spontaneous. They, they claim that we are happier and more positive if we are spontaneous. I won't go into the neuroscience. It doesn't really deserve it. Two, it helps you face challenges because it prepares you for stuff that you haven't prepared for. And most of the challenges that we get are stuff that comes out of left field and mm. outside, outside the box. It helps you negotiate change. Now, change is a big stressor. People don't like change. And it comes from when we were babies. We hated if anything was not in the place that we left it. So change is a huge stressor. But because you're doing something that you don't know, what the hell is going to jump up at you? It helps you to, to, to prepare for that. It also teaches you about your resilience. Because you're put into a situation that you haven't prepared for. So now you have to go into yourself and use the skills and the the stuff that you have to negotiate it. It gets you off your bloody phone and the mind-numbing TV. It's fun. Do you remember that? Back in the 80s, we used to have fun all the time. It's fun. It gets rid of boredom. You can't be bored if you don't know what the hell is going to come around the corner. And finally, it's all about the moment. Because you're doing things spontaneously in the moment, and if it's in the moment, that's a stress buster. I thank you. Fine.
I get my breast of chicken curry with <laughs> rice now instead of <laughs> chips. Shut him up. Rory, let's get down to the questions. So, Maria in County Leash. And we all have one of these. Has a co-worker who consistently takes credit for her ideas and she wants to assert herself in the workplace without coming across as a B-I-T-C-H. Okay, thank God you said that word and spelt it out because I refuse to use it. Uh, it's one of those buzzwords. I don't know how she's actually going to come across as said B-word to be honest with you. I've seen this many times, you've seen this many times, people who who, who are the brainstormers and they come out with the stuff, but somebody slightly above them on on, on the ladder in the office just takes credit for it. I'm not sure if it's even as sinister as that. There's a great radio book by Valerie Geller and she talks about generators and reactors and a generator has the spark of the idea but can't put necessarily the shape and the finesse on it and the reactor would never have that spark but is able to see the potential in it Mm. and the two work well together. So sometimes maybe that reactor forgets who lit the initial spark but is really a collaborative effort. Absolutely, but but I mean, you would know better than I do because you work in a building at a certain set time in the day that there is office politics and there is is jockeying for position. Of course there is. It's, it's the human condition, so we're all going to do it. So if you're slightly above the person who's coming up with these great ideas, slightly above them up the ladder, yeah, you'd be inclined to maybe take ownership of one or two things, but it can be incredibly frustrating for the person who actually comes out and does it in the first place. So I have a couple of bullet points. Hmm. Just a few, and I haven't thought too deeply about this because I think it's I think it's I think it's petty of the person to to take somebody else's ideas. So we'll treat it as such. Talk to the person. That's the first thing. Talk to them. Even use the words that that she has used in the text that she sent in, and find out what's going on. Because at the moment she she's engaged in catastrophization. She's fast forwarding to fast forwarding to the future. That if she does say it, people will think she's petty, narrow minded, and a a B word. Okay, which, which is not the case. She just wants credit for what it is that she's done. The other thing is claim ownership of your ideas. Now, don't go around banging a big drum and saying, aren't I amazing? And aren't I incredible? Write them down. Write down your ideas and date the things so you have the proof. Remember, the Irish psyche now is all about proof. It's not what you say, it's what you can prove. How did you get on today on on Will's show? Yeah, I did well. Prove it. Do you know what I mean? So what you say doesn't carry the same weight as it used to. You have to prove it. So write them down, date them, And then you can say to somebody, oh, jeez, I said that. Three, look for a raise and a promotion based on your continuous initiative. Now you got to pay the piper. Mm. And that may stop the other person stealing her ideas. Of course, we don't know who is on which level. Yeah. It says co-worker. So obviously yeah, if she's yeah. going to the boss with her ideas and the boss is taking credit, yes, you can try and yeah. leave her that, that raise. Yeah. If it's just an, a colleague in a different cubicle yeah. who overhears her idea and speaks yeah. up, yeah. then yeah. that's a little yeah. trickier. No, as, yeah, but as usual, we, we, don't, we, we would need an awful lot more information yes. on practically all the questions that come in. So you got to go what you have in front of you. And then finally... She could always hire a hitman. <laughs> I think the correct term is hit person. Now. Sorry. I mean, yeah, just... And then finally, what I would do is I'd thank her. I'd thank the co-worker 
for for using having the foresight to use my my wonderful ideas. Dave in Athlone. He's got a problem that I think a lot of us do ever since Russia invaded Ukraine, oil and gas and energy prices went through the roof and then we also had central bank interest rates uh, going skyward. What is it? Nine increases now since July of 2022. So, financial stress, mm. how to deal with it. Mm. That's next. Do you need treatment or surgery? There's no need to wait or travel abroad. Receive treatment at Kingsbridge Private Hospital in Belfast or Ballykelly under the Northern Ireland Planned Healthcare Scheme at potentially no cost. Why wait? Text hello to 51777 or visit kingsbridgeprivatehospital.com for further information. Heartaches on Midlands Today, brought to you by the beautiful Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens and Cafe Community Initiative in Multifarnham, County Westmeath. A wonderful space for relaxation designed to promote positive mental health and well-being for all. Find Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens on Facebook. Rory Hafford is here. He's a psychotherapist and author living in four in County Westmeath. And with thanks to Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens and Cafe in Multifarnham, It's time for more headaches and heartaches. And I'm going to add to Dave's question. Dave is stressed out about his finances, cannot put money away and save for love nor money. But Aaron is under similar stress. His girlfriend is expecting their first child in just four weeks. Clock is ticking and he can't find anywhere for them to live. Do you ever think that happened yesterday when the, 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 was it yesterday, the ATM decided to... Tuesday night, yeah. yeah hand out. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was hilarious. Now, be, because we are both law-abiding citizens, we, we probably thought, oh my God, I am actually going to have to pay this back. It could be a, a blot on my landscape, all that kind of stuff. I was in bed. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been there. <laughs> and most people you talk to say the same thing. I would have been straight there. I would have been there. But they were interviewing a guy from, from Dublin. And I, I, you know, this is one of my weaknesses. I love the Dublin accent. You know, oh, yeah, what's on, yeah, you know what I mean? All this kind of, but he got it. He got it spot on. And what he said was that, uh, we are now in such dire financial straits with the cost of living for this, that, and the other. For, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, it's off the scale jaw-droppingly unbelievable what's going on, that he said I would have done it if I was there. Now he was there, he had to have been. I would have done it and, and, and fair play to the people who did it because now this is us hitting back. It's us saying enough is enough. So, enter into this these two scenarios that you've given me. Uh, I have a guy who comes to me in the clinic and almost word for word uh, the situation you read out where his girlfriend is due to to give birth in a couple of weeks and I said to him, where are you living at the moment? And he said, well I'm living with uh, in 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 her mother's house. And I said, where are you going to live after the, the baby? Well, in my mother's house. And I said to him, any chance of, of a house of your own? And he laughed. And it wasn't even a laugh, it was a guffaw out loud and I thought oh my god we're, we're in a worse situation than, than I thought because not only do the younger generation coming up uh, believe that they don't deserve to be in a house of their own they've lost hope to the point that it's now become a figure of fun so I decided to do a bit of investigating 
as to what was what. And I put myself in his position. If I was in this position and needed a house, where would I go? So I started with the Department of Housing. Are you with me? Mm. I'll keep this brief and to the point because believe me, it was. So I got onto their website and I just wanted to ask them, what can I tell this guy? That's all. Because you're the guys with the power. You give me something that's going to bring hope to this, to this, to this young man. And they had on, on their website a telephone number in a little box to contact us, ring this telephone. And I clicked it. I got a voicemail. And here was the voicemail. Oops. It started with oops. Oops. Uh, it looks like you've dialed the wrong number. So I came out, went back in, hit it again. And I got ups, ups, I need ups, I don't need ups, I need a house, is what I need. Ups. So the very first point of contact in this nightmare for an entire generation of people, the phone doesn't work, Will. Now, you know what, in one sense it's funny, and in another sense... It's terribly isolating. It's an outrage, it's an absolute... And it goes to me, as a therapist, as a psychotherapist, what I would take from that is the fact that they don't care. They don't care. Now, incompetence in high office, we're used to. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. We're not naming anybody. We're used to it. We see it every single day. But incompetence married with a lack of empathy and a lack of caring, and you have a deadly cocktail right there. So I went to Leinster House, and I got the receptionist there, and I explained to her what I was trying to, and that I may even go on radio and tell people. She said, yeah, no problem. Leave it with me. I'll put you straight, straight through. Guess what happened? No answer. And then and you were being connected to whom? To to somebody in the Department of Housing. Okay. And then I came back to her. The phone rang off. I rang her back in. Uh, oh, I'll put you on to a different place. No answer. And then she said, do you know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to put you through to Dara O'Brien. Is it Dara O'Brien? The minister? The minister. Yeah. Mm. His office. Directly to his office. Guess what happened? No answer. No answer. Nothing. I left a message that was a week ago. Guess what happened? No call. No call. No call. Now, you just take that one little incident there. That one. Because I am every man ringing, by the way. This is not just Rory Hafford or, or Will Ford. I am every man, and, partic- and every woman, and particularly in this, in this dreadful situation. And they couldn't even pick up a phone. More than that... On their official website, they have a number that gives you a message that begins with, oops, we are dead in the water with this. We're gone. Where do we go from here? What do I go back next week into my clinic and tell that young boy? What do I tell him? What, what pointers, what direction, what hope can I give him? Because I have touched base with the only people in this country, seemingly, who can address the problem and they don't even answer the phone. Remember, there are thousands of people with no roofs over their head. Thousands. And that includes children. And I get, oops, you may have dialed the wrong number. Give me a break. We're nearly at the end. And I don't want you to part on a platitude. It just <laughs> seems very, so, very bleak. I'm normally a happy person. Mm. Do the leaving cert question. Do we have time? We don't have time. You've 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> well, then don't. Don't do the leaving. Save it for the next time. 
Rory, thank you very much Thanks for your time. Well. Thank you. You can find him at Lusnagrena Family Resource Centre in Longford and you can read his, his many books. The dog one is especially good. I wonder what the dog would think of Leinster House and the Department of Housing. Headaches and heartaches on Midlands Today. Brought to you by the beautiful Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens and Cafe Community Initiative in Multifarnham, County Westmeath. A wonderful space for relaxation designed to promote positive mental health and well-being for all. Find Abbey Blooms Botanical Gardens on Facebook.